Hello and welcome to episode two of the Allergy and Free From show, Ultimate Free From Menu. Our guest this week is Morgan Mackenzie Moore. She's going to be coming in to choose her favourite appetizer, starter, main, side, dessert and drink. Right, so hi Morgan. Thanks so much for spending a bit of time with us today. Hi, it's lovely to be here, babe. Cool. So we've got Morgan Mackenzie Moore. You might know her as How to Celiac. Uh, you might know her cat also, who's uh, very TikTok famous, uh, Lincoln in Love. <laughs> and you have to give Lincoln a shout out early doors. But we're not here to talk about cats. We're here to talk about food and oh. do your ultimate free from menu. Has it been hard to pick? Has it, have no, you been, like, struggling? No, I, no. I weep with my gut feelings. And okay. um, I love almost all foods but there are definitely some standouts and it was okay, it wasn't cool. hard <laughs> awesome and just to to say early on we do have some exciting news about morgan uh, at the allergy and free from show that we're going to reveal later so we're going to leave you on tender hooks and tell you what morgan's <laughs> going to be doing for us uh, a little bit later on but just a reminder you can get your free tickets to the allergy and free from show uh, there'll be a link in the comments underneath along with lots of links that i'm sure will come from the stuff that that Morgan chooses today and he sort of shout out some recipes and stuff we'll stick in there so you guys can find them but um so this is the second episode first episode I did with Becky XL you guys have probably always all, all seen that by now and then I thought that there's something I should do at the beginning of every episode that mm. I didn't do then uh which is typical but from now on it's all going <laughs> to begin with me being a really really good waiter and doing the thing that you should do and saying what are are your dietary requirements, Morgan? Oh, well, thank you, Rachel Ben. Um, my dietary... That makes sense, <laughs> right? Because I well, I thought I thought if we d- if we do all of this, people are going to get halfway through and they're not going to understand. You yeah, because it's called ultimate free from menu, but everyone has different sort of stuff yeah, exactly, that they need. Exactly. So I thought it would make sense for me to ask if you don't mind. Uh, what are your dietary requirements? Of course not. <laughs> so I am obviously well, not obviously, but I am gluten free first and foremost, and at the moment I'm also vegetarian. And I have been for uh, two or three years, but um, uh, if yeah, I, I'm not. If I lived in a country, perhaps that was more difficult to eat vegetarian and gluten free, it wouldn't be too much of an issue for me to add meat back into my diet. Okay, cool. So allergy and free from show and just V show must be great for you. Then. Oh yeah, okay, it's perfect. Cool. <laughs> it's wonderful. Okay, let's dive straight in. So right. first of all, um, if you were in your perfect restaurant, uh, chances mm. are the first thing you, you would get asked for is what you would like to drink. So what will you be having to drink today, Morgan? So Ben, I've gone with my absolute favourites. And once I stood back and looked at my menu, I realised maybe it's not as the most refined or fancy um, that I could possibly offer up. But my favourite drink, hands down, is chocolate milk. Chocolate and milk. maybe it's not a dinner a dinner drink, but I'll have it any time of the day. The very specific chocolate milk that I love is the the Alpro soy chocolate milk. It just it's out of this world. And I'm not being rude to the UK, but there is not a lot of chocolate milks here that are good. <laughs> uh, New Zealand has an outstanding chocolate milk <laughs> culture. <laughs> okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that is that. And coming from I, what I would say a connoisseur of chocolate milk, um, the go. Alpro one is by far the best. And I will, I generally do have it um, in the mornings, like with a special breakfast. It's always a 
birthday drink breakfast I have it all the time but it's like if you're having your birthday breakfast and I'm having my birthday pastries which is what I always do you always have to have the birthday chocolate milk <laughs> okay I'm, I'm gonna make a horrendous confession now and I okay. cannot believe that I'm gonna say this and everyone's gonna hear it I have a chocolate milk every night before I go to bed oh I love it I'm 38 years old heart. 38 no. years old and I age drink a chocolate does milk. not matter <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I go and stay in a hotel, I will take a carton or a can of chocolate milk with me. It's it's it. become it's not even about the taste or anything. It's about like routine and needing oh to like gosh. needing to, like to go through I that feel routine. Like this, this is a very unjudgmental space for my own recipe. I mean, my own drink choice. I'm very yeah, yeah. <laughs> very happy with I, that. I'd be really anxious if I didn't have my chocolate milk before I went to bed. That's terrible, yeah. isn't it? Like, do please have? don't come up to me at the allergy show and like start heckling me for my chocolate milk at night. I, I literally can't. Like I just I love it too much. But what <laughs> one do you normally go for? Is it the same? I'm I'm a Nesquik guy. Uh, okay, generally. I actually haven't tried that for some reason. And all so Nesquik's like the sort of real standard English thing. You put it put it in your milk yeah. powder. But what I've actually yeah. started, I've actually started adding like a gut health supplement to it. Oh, because you're an adult. Feel, it makes me feel like I'm not so childish. <laughs> I, I put this probiotic like thing in there. Yeah, you're like, it it's, makes it's me feel like I'm not just having. Yeah, it's for the gut. It's like medicine, right? I, <laughs> I I have to have it every night for my gut health. It's nothing to do with me being a child and wanting to have quick before I go to bed. Um, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so Alpro is what you drink when, you, when you're in the UK. Yes. Would you drink the same thing if you're in New Zealand? I don't believe we have that specific chocolate milk in New Zealand. Oh, uh, I thought New Zealand had all the best chocolate milks. No, it, no. If I was in New Zealand, I would go <laughs> for the Whitaker's chocolate milks. Um, okay. I actually remember Whitaker's is a fantastic chocolate brand. Like, it's probably the what would you say is the best chocolate here? Yeah, I suppose that's contested. I mean, here you're going to say Cadbury's in the UK, aren't you? Mm, no. for the for the sort of standard or are, are we talking like uh like I'd a say more like, chocolate yeah like green and blacks is probably the most yeah, similar yeah. one i've tried or like hotel chocolat or something like that i've actually never tried those ones but yeah some like kind of it's fancy it's kind of expensive but it's also one of those like it's a classic new zealand brand and mm-hmm. like i think in about 2015 and i <laughs> i remember this very specifically because <laughs> Um, at the time I was at university and across the road, there was a supermarket that supposedly was going to stock their new chocolate milk, like Whitaker's chocolate milk. Like they do the chocolate. Now they're doing a drink. It's, it's revolutionary. And so um, I would go to a supermarket literally every day until they got it in. And then when they got it in, it was pretty much like tasting liquid gold. It was it was beautiful. <laughs> That's Maybe. probably what I'd drink. But since then, um, just getting older and um developing just more issues i probably wouldn't drink a whole one of those because it's very very dairy filled Mm -hmm. and sometimes that doesn't settle in my tummy in my tummy so well so (laughs) there you go that's why i love the alpro one i don't feel bad after it at all perfect perfect um check out hotel chocolate because it's got lots of vegan chocolate and all all sorts of different dairy-free stuff and and stuff like that as well as their ordinary chocolate it's really nice worth worth a look okay cool so before we move on to the yes. appetizer, which uh, right. is sort of our like appetizer, I was saying the other day is, is often the most difficult one because that's the one mm. often you're given without anybody asking as well. So mm-hmm. it's the one you have to be most uh, careful of. 
But um, mm. what sort of restaurant are we sitting in? Are we sitting outside? Are we inside? Is, is it, it warm? Can this going on? What's your ultimate atmosphere? The atmosphere for my favourite thing that I just get handed, and yeah, I've kind of gone outside the rules here, but it's my grandma's house. Okay. And it's when she hands me cheese and crackers. <laughs> You're going for cheese and crackers with your appetizer. <laughs> I like yeah, it. she's fancy. She's fun. <laughs> you've you've um, basically then, snuck in an extra meal as your appetizer, but I and I like this. This is where we wanted to go. It's just, here it is. There's the plate of them, and um, if like to get more specific, it is a salt and vinegar rice cracker. Okay. With just plain old cheese on top. As in cheddar. When you say plain um, old cheese, you're talking like a well, cheddar. Like, you're talking like a cream cheese. Well, what? It's. Edam in New Zealand, okay, and I think okay. it's probably most similar to a mild cheddar. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, I mean, yeah, yeah, we have Edam, but if you say to someone in England, oh. "Plain old, che- plain old cheese," they're going to think you mean cheddar. There's absolutely no yeah. doubt about that. They, they, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the same. That's what I, I sort of end up doing here. But it's sort of the you go to grandma's house for dinner, and mm-hmm. there you are on the couch with a <laughs> a large plate of cheese and crackers. Amazing. And honestly, I love them and I can just power through them. <laughs> Ridiculous. There you go. Well, let's hope that one day you also find a restaurant where they just break out the Edam and the salt vinegar crackers before Why are they without not even just... asking. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's, that's an appetizer you don't ask, isn't it? Like, I'm, yeah. I haven't even taken the order yet. I'm just going to assume yeah. this person wants to eat crackers and cheese before they've even begun their meal. I'm really trying to think of actually a place that I've. <laughs> been since being gluten-free that's just handed me a food and i'm mm-hmm. struggling well one example i would give that have mm. you ever, so there's you probably wouldn't have been there as a vegetarian there's a place called the flat iron in london where they have uh, uh pop popcorn out like ready and uh, that popcorn. sort of thing yeah yeah Love that. but that's great but the dodgy yeah. thing is it's not dodgy at all it's nice but um there's signs up saying, uh, warning, our popcorn is not vegetarian because it's got, like, I think beef oh. fat it's made with or something like that that gives it that. Like instead of butter? Flat iron's all about, yeah, because flat iron's all about the steak. So yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. that's why they use uh, beef fat. But there's a few places mm. I've been recently where they've put a little cup of, of popcorn out before you begin. Popcorn? Yeah, yeah. And the, and the sort of classic English thing is is bread. Just having yeah. bread before or, ah, or something I've like that. I've remembered one. I went okay, to Indigo One, Aldwych, that mm-hmm. like sort of fancy gluten-free section of the restaurant in, at One nice. Aldwych, and they put out on the table just a fresh little loaf with some warm butter. That was fantastic as well. Okay, nice. Uh, nice. This, was, this was like two, two and a half years ago before the pandemic, but like, I was like, what a lovely touch. I, ha- I can't believe I forgot about that, but that was nice. I'd still pick cheese and crackers, but that was also really nice. <laughs> oh, that sounds perfect. That sounds <laughs> good. And what was that called? Indigo? Indigo One Aldwych. They all, um, and that's like a like a Completely gluten-free, gluten-free I think also completely dairy-free, but I might have okay. to check on that. They also do yeah, some yeah. amazing, not that I've been, but looked at, amazing afternoon teas, like themed ones. I think they've got okay. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory one on at the moment. Nice. There's like, you like, have like magical little chocolate stuff. It looks, it looks wonderful. It's where I would go if I had like a Tuesday afternoon free. 
Okay, I was about to say it sounds like a really good place for a, like a big occasion, like a birthday yeah. or something. Or yeah, a exactly. <laughs> exactly. It does feel more occasional, but like I would, okay. I would generally just go for the experience. No, it sounds really cool. It sounds really cool. People should check that out. I'll make sure we stick that in in the comments and the <laughs> the the details and stuff. Okay, so uh, now that we're on to the, so you're wait a minute. So you're when I said, what do you want the restaurant to be like? Are we sticking that with your grandmother's grandma. house for the in, for the entire of the of, of the we meal? Are Is this absolutely not? <laughs> <laughs> we are going across continents. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, so, so when we're we going to be in a different location for every for every, you, yeah, you've got yeah. a perfect restaurant that you would be in in a certain atmosphere, and then you're going to eat all of this food. It's more no. like atmosphere to suit the dish. Okay, I can yes. live with that. Yes. Okay, let's go okay. with the Is that all right? Is that within the rules? Yeah, is that okay? okay? If there are no rules, you've okay, already great. chosen crackers and cheese for your appetizer. If there were rules, <laughs> you'd be out by milk. now. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> right, so starter. Um, so well, what, where starter, are we going and what we're having? We're going to Niche and, and okay. Angel um, in London. Okay. And my favorite starter that they have is the Parmesan Donuts. Ooh. And they have a little, like, sort of, chili dip and they come out they're so they're like a proper baseball size donut mate actually you know, it might be a bit big right but they're quite big and they're soft cheesy and you have a beautiful like chili dip to dip them into they come out in this little fry basket and they're absolutely mm. absolutely delicious that does probably. sound exciting mm, probably my favorite starter um when i used to eat meat they also have the niche fried chicken as a starter mm -hmm. as well and mm -hmm. that was also fabulous. And is this have a you... totally gluten-free restaurant? I haven't been there. Yes. Have you not? Yes, totally gluten-free. Mm -hmm. And they also have um, FODMAP-friendly menus as well. Okay. Which is nice because never, I've never really seen a place with a FODMAP-friendly menu. That does sound really nice. Okay. Mm. So is it oh, – okay, let's, let's dr just drill down on this a little bit. Okay. So this Parmesan donut, is it like yes. a crispy – Yes, donuts. deep fried is it parmesan shavings on the top, or is it within. sort of flavored within? The parmesan is within. They've made sort of like a cheese infused dough and then deep okay. fried it. And then that served. sounds really good. <laughs> you really, really can't good. go wrong. <laughs> no, but and yeah, with, a, with a chili dip. No, that yes. sounds really and, nice. And they, they're a beautiful little restaurant, very close to Ames Station. Um, they did some, they, yeah, they do, it's all gluten-free and all, always delicious. Uh, and they did some great stuff during lockdown as well, like great dinners that you could get sent to your home and make them yourself. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, it's really lovely. Mm. That does sound really good, really good. And where, and and you would have it in, in that restaurant is the perfect place to eat this. It's not like oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Take, you want to take your Parmesan donut. No, and no, I want it in that restaurant. To, to, to Spain and sit on the beach and eat it. <laughs> well, we should see where we're going next. But <laughs> um, <laughs> no, definitely niche. It's just such a lovely like environment, and I think it's a, it's a family run business as well. And yeah, it's just a really nice place to eat. It's I'd say not as fancy as the previous place, Indigo One, Aldwick, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but still like maybe uh, you'd go for a birthday or just an occasion but not necessarily okay <laughs> a mother's awesome. day brunch <laughs> okay sounds really good sounds really really nice 
<laughs> okay, cool. So uh, I, these, these are such good choices and really, really interesting. Um, especially that one. I'm really, really interested in that. I want to try that myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, what about, what about your main? What are we going to go for with your main? Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to get on a plane and we're going to take a 11-hour flight to Beijing and then we're going to get another okay. three-hour flight to Japan. We're going to mm -hmm. land in Tokyo. We're going to okay. take a train from Tokyo Station <laughs> all the way to, <laughs> it's about, I don't know, two hours, to Kawaguchiko where we get another local train to go to the township of Kawaguchiko. Okay. From there, we're just going to cross the road to a place called <laughs> Shores Sushi Dining and Bar. Okay, yeah. So we're there, finally. We're probably quite hungry, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I think yeah. I, I was about to say, when we got to crossing the road, I was going to say, no, that's a step too far. Yeah, it's just come too much. This far, to is there not something on the side of the road that we arrived on that we could go to? Do we have to go across the road? There would be there probably there'd be enough vending machines to make a proper meal out of, but um, the main that I would go for at Shores Sushi Dining and Bar is the veggie tempura platter. Sushi okay. platter. Veggie tempura sushi platter. Yeah, that's the one. And to this day, to this day, there will be no meal that has beat, beat that for me. And I talk okay. about, like, Whenever someone's like, what's your favorite meal? I've always said this. There's probably like a digital record of me just continuously bringing up <laughs> Shaw's Sushi Bar and dining. Um, and it's just beautiful. So on the platter, you get like a like a sushi maki roll cut up into about eight pieces. Inside yeah. that is fried vegetables, like tempura battered vegetables, mm -hmm. like carrots. Gosh, I can't even remember now. Um, and that's chopped up so when you eat the sushi you like dip it in the soy sauce and you bite into it and it's crunchy on the inside which is wonderful on the mm -hmm. side you also get tempered vegetables you've got some like kumara and um, oh sweet potato kumara is sweet potato in new zealand but <laughs> i just still haven't switched away i've like <laughs> no, lived that's for four years and people go sorry what um probably like <laughs> parsnips carrots lotus flowers um and you get also some miso soup and just some other little crudités and the whole platter is gluten-free. The restaurant is almost, I think, 100% gluten-free, but they do yeah. have um, normal soy sauce for the table, but they also provide okay. gluten-free soy sauce for the table as well. And okay. that has been one of the places that I've just been. A lot of the places that I've visited in Japan were fantastic, and I've been watching closely for the last two years to see whether they've remained open because a lot of the their customer base, the people that are gluten-free, are tourists because in Japan it's much less common to have a gluten-free mm -hmm. dietary requirement. And so, so, so many places have shut down. Thankfully, not Shaw's Sushi Bar and Dining. So <laughs> uh, that is where I'm going to be going <laughs> when I eventually head back there. You're going to spend the majority of your trip traveling by the sounds of it, but it sounds like it's worth it. Okay, so I've got, oh, there's a few there's a few things we're going to need to drill down on here. Yes. So firstly, greatest meal of all time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's exactly I, what I, I want. Okay, no, no, no. That's, no, I believe you. <laughs> the only question I want to ask is, yes. what is it specifically about? So is it, is it like, the flavor are they sort mm -hmm. of tossed in anything or is it the quality of the temper the crunchiness the mm. freshness of the oil what is mm. it that it's lighter than normal 
I've eaten quite a lot of tempura stuff. It's one of my favorites. Yes. So to, yes. to to understand what makes this one stand out okay. uh, compared to the others, that's what I want to know. Right. It's beautiful, light and crispy, very light mm -hmm. um, and delicious. But I think, and this, I, I don't mean in any way to downplay the dish, but I think a lot of it was finding a place where you could have an entire meal that was gluten-free and celiac safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah and a smaller town in japan which isn't very common so a lot of that was like oh my like it was just amazement and they had gluten-free sources on the table so hard to find very hard to find that in japan and then not only that but it was delicious it was huge it was filling and you're basically sitting and you can see behind you mount fuji okay yeah yeah that sounds uh, all right <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was delicious. It was very good, very good quality as well. Of course, everything. Yeah, I've never had. I don't think I've ever had a bad meal in Japan, cool. apart from raw octopus. But really? that's just so, a personal thing. Yeah, I guess so. And that was just when you're swimming in the sea. I yeah, yeah. Just um, so. <laughs> so, like, basically, uh, I've heard a lot about. I'm, I'm actually planning a trip to Japan at the moment. I haven't oh, been before. Okay. I'm really excited to go. Um, I've heard a lot of people talking about like chef's table in Japan and stuff like that, where you'll sit mm. around and like mm. the chef will just start lobbing stuff at you that you need yeah. to eat. I guess, I guess when you're yeah. celiac, that's not ideal. <laughs> I'd be smashing it like, out of the way. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, but you you found a lot of nice places to eat in Japan when you were there. Then did you find it difficult? Yes. Um, I found it uh, probably the most difficult place to eat mm -hmm. um but in no way would i ever want to not encourage someone to go there because of that so uh, i would say there is a lot a lot of places to eat in tokyo because there is that's the main tourist center so there's more options just regardless and then kyoto you can find quite a few places to eat and then probably outside that the places do come become few and far between and while that can be tricky, um, they you can sort of it, it sounds a bit lame, but they have so many Seven Eleven type stores, like convenience stores, and you can generally find something in there that doesn't contain gluten. And if mm -hmm. that is just me eating like five salted onigiri rice balls, like I was fine with that. They've got beautiful fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. Yes, you have to go past all of the beautiful, fluffy, thick white bread to get to your plain rice ball. But it's like because of the experience of Japan, it was it, I would consider it well worth it. Um, it's also really good to have someone in Japan that you know <laughs> that mm -hmm. you can you can tell your um, dietary requirements to. Because some of the best meals that I had were with one of my host families that I had at high school. And I was like, I explained to them in very broken Japanese <laughs> what I yeah. couldn't have. And then they were like, we know where to go. And they took me to like a Korean barbecue place and just ordered all plain meats. And it was fantastic. We had, um, yeah, it was a lot, like, it was, I'm pretty sure it was Korean. And we had like cow tongue, which is actually delicious. Like probably mm. one of my favorite meats. It's like a less salty bacon. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Every, every type of cut. So it, there is some compromise and it's also one of those places where you can't necessarily be like oh we'll just get near a and b because then we can cook ourselves because a lot of places in japan don't have kitchens that we would know them as much smaller right. 
maybe not probably maybe definitely not a conventional oven um but there's just there is ways of managing and yeah i just it's just so worth it and there's so there's lots of little things i actually i've done a video on this <laughs> okay. On, um, okay yeah yeah uh, we'll put a link eating, to that eating gluten-free in japan okay. i've done a whole video on things to watch out for and things that are generally safe and mm -hmm it's just it's just such a cool place to go anyway and you will find some great gluten-free food if you definitely visit Tokyo. I, I guess the only question for me is um mm. is it that there is less provision as you get further out obviously more so mm. is there less provision for eating gluten-free in japan than there is in european countries or is mm. the cultural and language barrier mean it's more difficult for you to find um i think it's like you get you go to places that are small and you'll be like I can't have gluten and they'll be like I have no idea what that means and there's yeah, yeah. like there is on packaged food there is allergens mm -hmm. but when you go to those restaurants and stuff I don't believe there is like allergen training is what we have here in the same way um and generally it's more of a I'd say it's just a culture thing because it's like you, you no one has a gluten intolerance <laughs> it's mm. very very few people in japan that are japanese do and so it's just not known about and like that's yeah. just something you you just have to understand going there um but yeah so i'd say just cultural language of course <laughs> a lot of people outside of tokyo don't speak english um there is a there is a few phrases there are some people that make really good allergen restaurant cards that explain exactly what you can't have because sometimes it's more of a not just gluten ni arerugi ga arimasu. i have a gluten allergy it's i can't okay. eat soy sauce i can't eat dashi i can't eat like tempura normally like i can't have wheat flour you have to sort of explain further um exactly what you can't have mm. okay Okay, that's interesting. Good little insight, some good tips. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, you know, the fact of the matter is that we're talking about um, it being more difficult maybe to find uh, gluten-free or free-from in Japan, yet we've just doing your ultimate free-from menu and, yeah. your, <laughs> and main, Japan. <laughs> your main comes from Japan. And yeah. uh, I, I do, and it sounds delicious. It sounds like it was really really nice i would love to try mm. it and i certainly believe you when you say that um uh veggie tempura uh, tastes nicer when mm. you can see mount fuji oh, i believe it yeah, i think <laughs> anything would really <laughs> cool and um i guess like i haven't thought of a smooth way of segueing this but i think oh, it's yeah. time for us to have a brief sort of uh stop just to say um what you're going to be coming Yay. and doing the allergy show because i'm yes. really excited about this um, so uh, usually I um, basically uh, I would probably run the social media for the allergy show during the show uh, badly uh, and not very excitingly, which is why anyone that knows you will know that when I was trying to think of someone that could come in and do a social media takeover, you were the first name on my list oh. because you do such awesome, funny, exciting <laughs> uh, and engaging social media content. So Thank we can so officially much. announce that you, Morgan, the How to Celiac, will be doing Woo! a takeover of our social media for the entire of the three days at the Allergy and Free From show in London, 1st yes. to the 3rd of July. You can get your free tickets below in the link. Yes, and, get um, them now. You will, yes, get them now and you'll see Morgan there. You'll see her going around, you'll see her making <laughs> videos, you'll see her taking photos I'm fine, uh, for the whole weekend. Yes, uh, so I'm going to find her. It. 
feel free to yeah. ask for a selfie with Morgan to go on yours and our social media. Uh, I may have just uh, dropped you in it there. But yeah, um, no. I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited. About it. I think it's going to be really good. And I, oh, yeah, I know I'm that you're going to do so much more and so much better stuff than, than I've done running social media before. And well, at I'll least like, I'll just, it's be my, it'll be my main focus. So you can't, you can't, you can't blame yourself. Because <laughs> you've got <laughs> yeah, so much was... to do. This was supposed to be a positive thing about you, not self-deprecating oh. about me. But that, that seems to be the road that we've gone down. And that's fine. Thank and, and thank you for saying that. But yeah, yeah. It, as far as you're concerned, I'm really excited to have you come and do it. And oh, um, I'm yes, it's going to be wicked. I think it'd be great. And if you was like, coming and I about going, I would say I've been looking forward to the Allergy Free From show in London since the Allergy Free From show in London in 2008. 19 yeah and I had such a great time there and it was the first time especially if you're a new celiac it's the first time I was like oh my gosh there's actually options for me and there is so many wonderful brands so many wonderful things to try and it's just yeah it's just such a good time and you're surrounded by people that also can't eat foods like you and it's just it's really good and I'm gonna be there harassing you <laughs> social media know. content <laughs> And do you know what? I think what's also happened in the last two years, so many people started like new businesses and stuff like from, yes. from home and uh, the, about something they were passionate about or they knew about or a necessity. And what yeah. we've found is there's just been so many sort of new, um, we, all, the big brands will be there. They'll be awesome to engage with and go and see. And on the other side of it, there's going to be so many new sort of artisan mm. bakers and bread makers and mm. uh, just generally uh, and skincare and all sorts of stuff that you won't have seen before, that you won't see uh, in, in big shops and stuff that you can come and try that you'll be able mm. to get afterwards after you've tried them as well, because everyone's got mm. online ordering systems that they had to put in place because of lockdown and all that sort of yes. stuff. So. Uh, there's so much there that, that you won't have, have seen before. Yeah, now, I recommend how experienced you are. Mm, I recommend coming with some light bags and don't bring anything with you that's too heavy. <laughs> you'll probably end up getting a few things if if you have a similar experience to me. <laughs> I just I went the one in Birmingham, I literally had four full like brown paper bag, grocery bag that's type amazing. things on the train <laughs> with me as I was going home. So you'll be turning up with an empty suitcase this time, I Yeah, think. basically. I think that's probably the best way to do it. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So um uh brilliant. Like, I'm glad that we've got that out, that's out in the world. Um get get your uh tickets in on the link below. They're free. Uh there's no reason not to get them. Uh we're okay, recording great. this sort of early April and I imagine it's gonna be going out towards the end of April. Um, what as while we're recording this, forty thousand people have booked to come along so far. Uh, we've Holy never had numbers my... that high that quickly. So if you want to come, <laughs> go and get your ticket. Okay, get your yeah. ticket. You don't you don't want to miss out. Um, yeah. So make sure you, you've got yours secured. Before mm. we jump back in and we find out about yeah. your dessert, I'm going to spring one on you because I did mention it, and 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 you do, you do know that I'm obsessed with your cat Lincoln. Uh, we've uh, every time I see you, I want a Lincoln update. So, uh, what about uh, Lincoln's uh, ultimate uh, main course? Let's let's just slide in. Lincoln's ultimate main course. What yeah. actually? I think it would be. Let's see how long this takes. 
Okay. Uh, if Lincoln comes, if if he actually is on the show, I have to. I'll have to charge you. We're just today. just shaking some <laughs> oh, dreams look, here, here for anyone for, for anyone who can't see. And there he is, the man oh, himself. He's just been for a nap. So his ultimate, if he could eat two bags of dreamies, chicken dreamies, he would. There you go. I realise this is a chat show. He is now here <laughs> and he is eating his biscuits. There you go. So it will be chicken dreamies for later. The man himself made the appearance. <laughs> he's still got sort of like a sleepy <laughs> cuddliness to him. Usually he would like be wriggling, <laughs> but he's just woken up for this. <laughs> Well, there you go. I wouldn't be wriggling if I was being fed dreamy. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. Maybe I would. I don't know. If I were a cat. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, right. That's sort of gone off at a bit of a tangent, but it was worth it because I got to see Lincoln in person. So <laughs> we're finishing off now, obviously, with a dessert. Um, so let's go. What What's going to be your ultimate free-from dessert? Well, my ultimate free-from dessert is one of my own recipes. <laughs> that feels a bit cheeky but um yeah. it is a chocolate font or a chocolate lava cake however you like to call it so what okay. one of those ones that you bake in a rankin and you make sure you know it gets to the exact right point you don't want to bake it too long or it won't melt out you don't want to bake too short or else it'll just collapse and you flip it out onto a plate you got some vanilla ice cream you got some strawberries that's it that's it. That's it. Sounds it's amazing. Perfection. And this is one that this is a very occasional one. It's like um like an anniversary type one in this household or a special birthday treat if I can be bothered to make them. But they are absolutely my favorite things. The first time I was introduced to them was in my restaurant job that I had through university and our um, kitchen. This was the gluten version. Yeesh. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> They uh, had it on the menu, and it was one of those ones that we had to tell people, like, look, they get made from basically baked from scratch, so it'll be about 15 minutes. And the best thing about them, which was not for the customer, about, I'd say, 20% of the time, they'd flip them out and they broke, and then we'd get to eat them. (laughs) And I'd have to go out and be like, I'm so sorry. That is amazing. That's good news. It's broken, so they've just put a new one in, and we'll just be like behind going, <laughs> little little chocolate. Do you have chocolate? Yeah, with chocolate. Yeah, yeah, literally. literally. Like, oh, Sorry, oh, it's just. Um, what happened? I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually so true. <laughs> so, jogging, jogging the chef's arm as he gets out. Yeah, exactly. Of the oven Whoa. Um, so <laughs> it's just the combination of something cakey, rich chocolatey. Icy chocolate, vanilla, and then a, a, a citrus tarty fruit. You can't go wrong. And that goes, that's mm-hmm. across the board for several of my favorite desserts. Um, you just like a, some sort of cake thing, a saucy thing, fruit, and ice cream. Any, any of that. I'm very, I'll, I'll always love I'm, I'm very into warm and cold. So uh, yes. if you've got like a mm-hmm. hot cake, I want to have either cold, like whipped cream or ice cream. Uh, yeah. weird, weirdly, if I was having like an apple pie and someone was going to give me custard, I'd probably rather almost have the custard cold, like a vanilla yeah. custard, as opposed to. I probably usually you have custard warm. I, I've I've oh. been abused for having uh, for having cold custard before. I think. With a, with a cake. Oh really? But you've oh, got yeah. you've got to have. You don't want like warm sweet custard with a warm pie like that. Like, what's warm, the point? Sweet apple pie. <laughs> yeah. No. No, you need to you need to have that sort of difference between the two. No, my my grandma is probably the reason I love baking, and 
um, she, it's a lot of her desserts is, have what has been what has influenced my baking. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, she's always done the cold and hot thing. I don't think I've ever had a warm custard in her house, but it's very surprising to hear that I could be judged by that. So thank you for letting me know. I'm think, unsure uh, of this I, country's customs. It's another English thing. I think warm, yeah. warm custard <laughs> with warm apple pie is quite a traditional English thing. Maybe people can tell, tell me in the comments that I'm wrong and that, uh, yeah. that it's not such a faux pas to have cold custard, uh, which I will welcome, obviously, because, you know, that's what I like to do. Okay, so we've come to the end of your menu, but have you any sort of honourable mentions that you, things that nearly made it in that you feel like you need to give a shout out to or like any particular restaurant or bakery, like get down mm. there, this is particularly good. I'm always, we're always yes. up for a few recommendations here. Absolutely. So um, I, we didn't get to talk maybe about sort of breakfast items. And so there are a couple mm. of favourite places that I get my pastries from. Um, the in-person place I love to go to is Libby's Sugar-Free Bakery. Mm. It's sugar-free and gluten-free. Mm. They do a fantastic yep, yep. croissants and fantastic pastries. Manaju is also another fantastic croissant pastry. They just are the, mm-hmm. ki- the kings of getting laminated gluten-free pastry. Like you ne- you'll never see it anywhere else. Mm. Um, and that's something that you order in. And I've got so many fantastic choices. Um, shout out to my grandma's peach cobbler. I, I realize a cobbler is kind of an American thing, <laughs> but, uh, yep. you know, just yep. one tinned peaches on the bottom, sponge on top in the oven. Boom. So good. Um, there is also a dessert she does called cinnamon oysters. Um, I've recreated okay. that gluten-free and it's gone into my cheeky little recipe ebook that I'm going, hopefully going to put out soon, um, okay. which is a bunch of my New Zealand favorites. Cinnamon oysters are not what they sound <laughs> Like, yeah, I was going to say, I think we need to know a little bit more about that because it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> do you know when something's like so normalized in your life and then you hear yeah. and then you're like, someone's like, what? Sorry, did you say? So yeah. basically they are just a cinnamon sponge that is baked in almost like a Yorkshire pudding tin or like a, like a okay. shallow pie tin, uh, very light and fluffy, cinnamon flavored. You slice them in half and you fill them with whipped cream, sprinkle with icing sugar, and they were like our Christmas dinner. Christmas Day dessert. I just love them. I'd ask her to make them for me for every single birthday from probably the age of 12 to like when I left New Zealand. Uh, she tries really I'm hard gonna... to make some gluten-free things. So maybe I'll be able to get them when I go back. I mean, yeah. Did you, you say you've got a recipe for those? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to check that out because that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, really good. Um, we've, we've got all the way to the end and like a really, really... Uh, um, bad presenter. Oh. Actually, didn't ask you if you wanted a side with your with your main. Did you have one lined up that now you haven't mentioned? Okay, I, I don't know back. if we're skipping it for this time. But I was like... I'm so I'm so sorry that I didn't ask you about your side. Quickly, give us a side, and then when I read it I... back, I can read you your menu in its entirety. Okay, I kind of thought that I was going to get away from this because, like, because it's kind of not Uh-oh. very. It's not got a great. <laughs> So I was kind of like, oh, you've forgotten. Okay, that's fine. We probably don't need to talk about any hot chips. It's just hot chips and tomato sauce. Mate, you, we've done two episodes and both people have said chips. <laughs> <laughs> My hot chips are probably, they're very specifically the ones that you get in a like pottle okay. when you are driving between Christchurch and Murchison in the okay. South Island and you stop yes. off in Colverton, I think. Okay. You go shoot to the left uh, to be honest I, I don't 
I wouldn't even recommend these. I don't know. I'd, they're probably not gluten-free. But this is my childhood mm-hmm. one. You get mm-hmm. potted chips and just like the most horrendous amount of tomato sauce. It's, you, you're drowning in them. It's like a tomato sauce soup with like chips okay. Okay. And I love are it. They, <laughs> are they, are they, so they're mixed in the sauce before? Or you're not dipping No, no. They, they just, you get the pottle and then it's like. Okay. <laughs> terrible okay. Noise. Yeah, that sounds all right. <laughs> and it basically, by, by the time you've finished the chips, you've got like an inch of tomato sauce at the bottom. Um, to be honest, I don't even know if that's what they did or that's what my dad did because he's a huge, huge tomato sauce advocate. Well, there you go. Well, I'm glad that we returned to that. I'm glad we didn't miss mm. that out. So is oh that God, traveling yeah. north from Christchurch or south? Yes, it is. It is. And a oh, very important point, the, why they set it apart is because they use chicken salt. Okay. And I didn't know it. Like, I didn't understand how they were so good, but I've now learned it was chicken salt. But yeah, so you, yeah, you're only about an hour into the drive of normally if you're going up to Kaiteri, which my family does every summer. Yep. Um, yep. It's about a five and a half hour drive, and that's about the hour point to get your bottle of chips. On the way back, sounds you good. get an ice cream. <laughs> there you go. It sounds sounds perfect. And because you finished with the word ice cream, it sounds like we finished on yeah. sweets this savoury. So, okay, True. I'm going to read your menu back. Okay. To okay. Ready? Okay. So, yeah. so now you can picture this as an entire meal. <laughs> so don't know if I want to. Okay, so you're coming into the restaurant and you are ordering one Alpro chocolate milk. Uh, before you've ordered your food, you're going to be served salt and vinegar crackers with Edam cheese without mm. being asked. You are going to then go with a starter of Parmesan donuts with mm-hmm. a chili dip that comes mm. from Niche in Angel. Mm-hmm. And then for your main... You're going now. Let me see. Did I get this right? Kawaguchio. Kawaguchi Ko, but yes, very, very similar. Kawaguchi Ko in yeah, Japan for veggie tempura mm, platter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delicious. Okay. Cool. And on the side <laughs> of your veggie tempura platter, you're going to have chips from the side of the road uh, <laughs> driving north from Christchurch on the south island mm. of New Zealand with lots yeah. of ketchup. Sounds good. Imagine. And then you're going to finish with a chocolate lava cake that you're going to make yourself with Beautiful. vanilla ice cream and strawberries. How's yes. that? Honestly, I, it feels kind of sickly. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds amazing. Lots of things I want to try. Lots of places I want to visit uh, from that. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. It's quite all right. Thank you for asking me. No, that's all right. And uh, have a. Uh, this is going to go after Easter, but we're talking before. So have a great Easter. And uh, we will see you at the Allergy and Free From show. Yes, uh, 100%. In, enjoying doing our social media takeover, I'm sure. Okay, awesome. I Thanks will. so much, Morgan. No worries. Thank you so much. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.